0: welcome to another edition of The Only Broadcast. I'm coming at you live on a little bit of a different way. I'm your host, Matt Arrowwood. For all you subscribers coming back, welcome back. Good to see you guys. And for all of you new subscribers listening in, welcome. Glad to see you guys here. This episode is brought to you by Mass Consulting, LLC, and Metal Brain 101. This is the best instructional guitarist on YouTube today. Mass Consulting Services, Metal Brain 101, the official sponsors of The Only Broadcast, bringing you this episode live. Also, don't forget to follow us at The Only Broadcast on the gram and on Facebook. And also make sure you take a look down there in the descriptions for some important info on some other bros of the show. Give them a like, give them a listen, even a subscription. And remember to follow us on the gram and Facebook and we're available anywhere you stream your podcasts, but YouTube is where it's at for the full experience. Speaking of YouTube, today, I'm joined by not only a friend, a sponsor, but a bro of the show. This guy here is, like I said, I've been saying this for months, best instructional guitarist on YouTube today. He is the man, AKA Riff Master, AKA Shred Seeker, aka the Brian behind the brain of Metal Brain 101. It's Brian. What's good, bro? What's going on?
1: Oh man, what an intro. I feel like I need like a robe and I want someone to take it off me and have pyro going off behind me.
0: Dude, you but, should have you should have pyro the way you play, man.
1: Oh man, that was that was sick. I mean, that thank you. Thank you for that. You're,
0: um, you're, you're welcome
1: man i i am really excited to be on here this is my first podcast ever really yeah i mean like i told my kids who are eight and ten year old boys daddy's going to be on a podcast tonight and they're like dad do you know that you can make money doing that (laughs) I i said I know that, but I don't think Daddy's making any money doing it tonight. (laughs) Not yet, man. Not
0: yet. But we're we're getting there. I promise you, we will get there. And I'm going to play that clip when we actually do make money by doing a podcast together. How about that?
1: Play it. I said, I said to them, I said, it all starts with having fun. And then you look back and you say, remember when we started, then this is the first one. And I can't tell you uh, how much I've been looking forward to this. I feel like you called me about this. Yeah a year ago, and it really wasn't that long ago. I think like a couple months. And like, we were just like, we we, we almost did the podcast and our first conversation. I think we and do the podcast, podcast almost every time we have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, oh, we gotta stop. We can't get it out now, we can't get it out. So yeah. I, I've really been looking forward to this and I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yeah, and um, just for everyone who may not have heard me say it already, uh brian i met brian man what a couple years ago and um he's been instrumental in my guitar playing which i've already told you man i'm looking at it right now and it's looking at me emasculating me saying why haven't you played me why haven't you played me but uh literally man i i am just i'm just trying to figure out you know if we sit there and we really bring it down to the basics of what this is about. We're very similar. So I wanted to get everybody to know who you are and kind of why you started playing guitar. And you know, they they might, when they see your videos, they're gonna be like, this dude, he's got to be, you know, in a band and he's touring, and he's doing all these things. So just tell us like, you know, about you, your story. Like where did it all begin?
1: Yeah, sure, man. I mean, like, look, it it started like um, so, so I'm an old I'm an older guy. I grew up in '80s thrash metal heaven. I mean, like today's like known as the golden age for beer and and TV shows. The eight, the late '80s, uh, you know, mid mid '80s to like mid '90s was like the golden age of thrash metal, and uh, that's where I I grew up, man. That's when I hit puberty. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. when it happened, and like my friend uh, uh, came over one day with a tape and how many stories start like that, you know, oh, yeah. for guys in their forties, like my, like us. And, and, and like, <laughs> and a guy, a guy came over with a tape. It was, it was a, you know, a bootleg ones that you record in high speed dubbing, you know, this old, this, these old uh, boom boxes could do that. And it said on there uh, Metallica fight fire, and then the next line with fire, like you know, just scribbled on and I was like, okay, uh, let's go. Uh whatever this is. Now, mind you, at that time I was listening to Def Leopard, Pyromania. Hell yeah. You know, uh Quiet Riot, Sticks, Mr. Roboto, you know, like, and I thought those songs were like, man, that's that's rock, that's heavy, that's heavy metal, I think. You know, I didn't know. <laughs> Yeah. And he put in this song called Fight Fire with Fire by Metallica. And, you know, Jaw on the Floor. What? How is this music? How, like, how are people in? Like, I didn't understand how uh, that music drew so many people towards it. Cause I had heard of this band. I knew that they had, you know, they were popular in the underground, you know. But when I heard, it, I was like, this sounds like, uh orchestrated chaos yes and like i need to hear it again and again <laughs> and again until i can conquer what i'm hearing in my head like i needed to capture and comprehend the madness of notes that were just dancing around all, bouncing off these guys guitars and drums and this guy was was screaming but melodically and i'm like yes. Like you jump from pyromania to fight fire with fire by Metallica. And it, it is, it really is. Oh, that's a leap. You know, it
0: really is. Especially it's like, it's like I mean, baptism by it's like a metal baptism.
1: Yeah. And it it was kind of like, man, I just got schooled, you know, like I, I, I didn't know anything. My spectrum of rock and roll or heavy rock was here i just went all the way over i went off screen bro you know what i'm saying so yeah that was my intro to it and and that's when i said i gotta learn more about this kind of
0: music so had you been playing the guitar when that happened or was that just when you were introduced to like metal metallica and the genre is that is that right
1: so the, the the uh music that was my intro to the music and the genre and uh it literally got more into, it was really Metallica, Ozzy, uh, Guns N' Roses, Anthrax. You know, those are my intro metal bands uh, at in that early stage. And uh, we were playing, me and my buddy were playing Creeping Death one day. That's my favorite, dude. Uh, that opening,
0: you know. I still had, can't you know, play it, by the way. I'm still trying and I'm watching your video and I, it's not you, it's me. Don't give up. Don't give up. Uh, (laughs) But that intro,
1: that, you know, riff of, you know, that Headfield plays that charge, it's just under all the verses. Um, My buddy said to me, can you just imagine coming home, walking into your room after school, picking up your guitar and just doing that? And I'm like, like we can actually do that. Like guitars are like a hundred bucks. And we can get lessons and, and that, the, the rest is history and that's where it started. And I was, I was 13, uh,
0: 13 when that. Okay. So station. I don't know if this is weird fate, bro, but do you know who else was 13 when he started playing? James Heffield? Dimebag Darrell. Oh, God bless. I swear, oh, I, dude, I'm telling you, he was 13. He said it on a number of videos. You got to really go old school on youtube if you look up dime bag uh guitar clinic it's like 48 minutes the video quality is terrible but he's in some guitar store um somewhere in arlington and they asked him how old, how long have you been playing uh guitar like he goes started when i was 13 he was 13 years old man just like you makes sense and you know what it's funny i get asked that
1: a lot you know a lot of the uh on the YouTube channel, a lot of the comments, dude, how long have you been playing? And I feel like people want to hear, oh, 30 years, you know, and then they go, I've only been playing for five and, you know, that's why this guy is so good and I'm not, or whatever. Like, I feel like they want to hear a big, you know, decades. Um, I really wasn't playing that entire time. I- I'm I'm 46 now. So like, right you know, 13, I mean, help me with the math, but I think that's 33 years, right? Correct. I haven't been playing for 33 years. There's a lot of hiatus and time off in there, man. You yeah. know, and, and like, uh, it has had its lulls. And and in the past 10 years, uh, since I launched the channel, you know, that's when I truly like to, uh like that's when i really began to challenge myself
0: yeah
1: i did what you just did you looked over at your guitars you're, you're like you see them staring at you giving you the finger because they're like yes. you don't see me bitch and, yes. and and i'm sitting there all these years with like a, a half a mediocre skill set on these on these instruments and uh all in the back of my head it's saying to me hey man you can learn how to really play these things. You just need to dedicate the time. And that's that's what I decided to do in my later, in my thirties. So when you did
0: decide, was it more like you were driven by the page or the page drove you? In other words, did you, did you, did the page, is that what made you want to continue to get better and practice and hit it and hit it, hit it? Or did you want to continue and practice and hit it and hit it for the page? You understand what I'm saying? Uh, how metal, I want to know, how was Metal Brain 101 born? Like, what, where did you get that name? Why so did you start it? Was it for you or was it for everybody else?
1: So it was, all right. So let, let me, let me. so I decided, my, I, had, I had my, my, my son who is, who is 10 and a half. And he was born. I looked at him and I said, wow, I'm going to be sitting at home a lot, changing his diaper. I'm going to have a lot of time to kill Uh, While he's sleeping, hopefully he sleeps and he slept. And I said, I want him to look up to his dad, who is a good guitarist, and not the piece of shit that I thought I was, (laughs) as as far as guitar playing went, you know, and that's literally, I, I would say to people, yeah, I know Master of Puppets. And then like, do you really know it? Do you like, you could play it for 30 seconds and then be like, okay, my, my wrist hurts, yeah. but that's not like, you can't perform that song. So I, that was, that was in my head. So I looked at him and I said, man, I'm going to play this, uh, one day for my kids and be like, wow, your, your dad's really cool. So that's really the birth of my first son really made motivated me. And, and it, and it gave me the time that's to cool. do that. That's and awesome that's what de- that's why i dedicated and i said where do i begin to get up to like this masterpiece behind me yes piece. uh that guy over there uh dimebag i think you mentioned him uh you know like how do i get uh to that level well i said to myself what's the easiest thrash metal album i could pull off the shelf here and easy doesn't go along with thrash metal. So I say easiest in, a, in, the, in the context, uh-huh. but I went toward Kill 'em All. And Kill 'em All to me has a select set, especially of like, you know, the relatively, uh, you know, more rock and roll ish type songs that have a simpler, you don't have to like downpick the entire time, you know. Uh, so I started there with Kill 'em All. Why I was doing this. Your question was, how did I launch the channel? Yes. While I was doing this, I was banging through all of Kill 'Em All, you know, week after week, song by song. Time was moving, you know, a couple of months went by, uh, got into Ride the Lightning. So two, three months, I'm about to hit Master of Puppets. And I said, wait a minute. My son is six months old. He doesn't, I'm moving all through all these songs. So I said, how do I capture this stuff in like, in case I forget them one day? And I said, "Man, there's people doing this on YouTube." <laughs> and I said, "Why don't I do it there?" Because I've seen a couple of guys do that, and I would I would like learn the songs sometimes by those guys. Right. And I thought they all sucked because they would either not play it right or they would play a very like um like 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 the main riff and then not show you how to transition into the next riff. And I was like, "I want to know that little part, that little thing he does." How do you do that? You know, exactly. And, and not only, how do you do it, but how did James Hetfield do it? How did Dave Mustaine do it? I don't want to learn the way you're teaching. Oh, this is the easy way. No, 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 no. How did they do it in the recording room? I want to know, you know, so, so that's where like I, I put out the channel to have the world keep me honest to keep me in check as to mm-hmm. whether or not I could play these songs legitimately and that's the motivation man it was just my head saying to me so you think you're fucking good prove it you know and that's it
0: so you you start with kill all you've got a great motivation keeps you honest once you start though you kind of can't really really can't stop because like you said man that's kill them all well now i gotta go to the next and then the next and then the next and then the next and then before you know it you're a hundred videos in you're a hundred songs in and so I wanted to know, like, your earlier videos, you know, you, you, terrible, you're, but you, well, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 like, look, dude, I mean, look, it's, it's funny though, because when you see the progression, every single podcast, every single YouTube, every single uh, YouTuber out there, you can see that, right? I mean, I hope I improve every episode. I hope I'm better in this one than I was last week. Of course, I was completely shit-faced, but nonetheless, your beginning how did so what was your intent at the beginning because you didn't speak in your instructional videos at the beginning but then you began to give your commentary and i gotta tell you as one of the people that you're influencing and teaching i cannot tell you how much better it is when you commentate bro that's the first question i gotta ask
1: yeah i think that's funny and i um I'll tell you this. Uh, I didn't want to speak because I, I hate my voice. <laughs> 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 I don't, I mean, I'm not saying I sound like I just don't want to hear my voice. Uh, when I play back these videos and I'm, you're right. Like I'm not listening to these, I'm putting them out there for the world. Right. So, so that's a stupid reason, but it, honestly, I just didn't want to talk. And when I was stuck trying to learn a song, I hated when the guys talked. I hated it because I'd be like, Just shut up and fucking play the part I want to hear in slow motion so that I can see yeah. this wild, crazy, fast riff uh, that this guy is doing, especially like Megadeth song. I mean, he does so much stuff in such little time. Slow it down. Let me learn that way. And then uh, I'll be able to, you know, speed it up over time. But that thought process, you know, when I go and I build a channel like that and I don't talk and I don't explain what I'm doing, that is built on an assumption that the audience has a level of skill. Uh, and if you don't get out, you know, like it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you're not welcome if you need an explanation for what I'm doing, right, because, right. because I built in that assumption. And I guess like I assumed audiences were all going to be like me, which was, I've got the skill set. I just need to know how and what he's doing. Um, but, but you know what? Uh, I think I went through kill them all, ride the lightning, master of puppets, and I got right to uh, one from Injustice for All. And I said, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> I just said, I gotta tell people what's going on here. That song, you know, it's, there's a lot of parts that are just very complex. Yeah. That's,
0: and I never look back. Well, I gotta tell you, it's much better with commentary because if, you know, like for me, if I'm watching and I'm learning, okay, if I watch you play it and I hear you play it, that's one thing, but I need to hear you, man, tell me, okay, you took um, your first finger on the first fret, you take your second finger on the third fret, and when you use finger placement and string number versus E, A, B, C, D, E, and you use that connotation as opposed to, you know, put, you know, I want you to have, you know, your, uh, how, how would you put that? so yeah, like the- of using, So using string numbers and using finger positions to me, and I think I speak for a majority of people these days, you want it fast, you want it easy. You don't want to fuck around with the musical theory and sure all that bullshit. And I know slides and sweeps are all cool and all that. A lot of people love scales and theories and how I can take the root of this fucking note, and put it up here and that's all well and good. You know, there's those dudes out there and there's a there's a place for them. I'm not one of them. I'm mm-hmm. exactly like you, I want to know, How do I mimic the sound that I hear when I'm banging out to Hetfield and when he does that one little riff at the beginning of this song and when he does the outro to this song and when he goes into the solo of that song and how does Dime make that sound and what is he doing with the wah-wah and how is he doing all these things? I don't want to hear some dude telling me, you know, put, you know, it's the third position on the E and the A and then I want you to transition all the way up. No, man, tell me, put your third finger on the fourth fret and then you do this and do that and then you do it slow. That's the instruction that I think most people want, and that's why I think you're the best. Well, thank you. I think like you know, um,
1: your thinking is totally in line with my how I learned to. You know, i I I was a music uh, uh, classical guitar major for for a year, and I got a C, because <laughs> I, <came. laughs> I said. I'm learning about notes and shit. And I, like I just, this is too much music theory. I, this is not Slayer. I want Slayer. Tell us, yes. so, you know, um, and, and like, I, I agree with you and and I will say this in, in defense of anyone who would say, no, I disagree. I want to hear the note. I want to hear the name of the chord. Uh, I, you know, well, let me tell you this, the, the uh, tunings of all the different bands. So like, uh, Pantera doesn't tune to E standard. They're like, they tune to like, it's like a, um, E flat ish type of tuning. They go in between E flat and E. And, and it's like, you can't, what chord, what chord is that? Like, what yeah.
0: note is that, you know, B and a half sharp, like, no. Yeah, and, and that's the thing like the, And I, I remember part of what I, when I first saw your instructional videos and when I first, Cause you know, I was really struggling at that point and it was like, everything just clicked and it was just, it was perfect. I'm like, finally, I'm getting the instruction the way I need it, the way I want it. And you tell people before you start this is how you need to tune it. It's a half, you know, tune every single string the way you need to, right? Before you start and you can tell them like for instance and justice for all, no, Ride the Lightning. That whole album was was recorded at a higher, yeah. Tone. Yeah. That's why you've got to tune it the way you do first. That's why you're like, how come I don't sound the way I need to yes. when I'm playing Creeping Death, bro? Well, it's because you didn't tune right. So you you take us, tell us how you tune, then you do that, then you use exactly where you put your fingers and on what string and in what perfect uh I guess order that you have to go in. And the way you segment it out. I want to ask you more about kind of where you got your methodology of how you. Go about your instruction and why you decided to do rhythm and solo separate. Because I think that's masterful, bro. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Because a lot of people aren't going to be able to do, do the solo. That's mm-hmm. just period. You know that. But the rhythm sections of these songs, you can sound like you're ripping it, even though and it sounds difficult, but it's not. You know, like also, it's repetitive. It's, and, yeah. And like, repetition helps make it easier. And it's almost like. You begin to realize Metallica, Pantera, Slayer, Megadeth, they all have their own fingerprint of tone, don't they? Because, like, Headfield uses that same area of the neck a lot, right? And he loves yeah. that. And he loves powerful second fret, he loves to second hang out fret there. on the fifth string. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Second fret on the fifth string. Yeah. Instead his of favorite, uh, his yes. favorite note. <laughs> yes. It's exactly. That's like in every single song but that's it's a B, what i to be for those music majors listening because that's it that's <laughs> i am not a major music dude that's not me <laughs> that's just not me you you know you talk a lot about guitar theory you know music theory class dudes and then there's your style so i guess the question i did want to bring up is what do you go through what is your process so number 1 is how do you go about choosing a song that you want to
1: do? Uh, that so, great question. I think at first it was pretty obvious. I just said I'm going through all the best albums of the thrash metal era to me, um, and I went through all the, the the first four Metallica albums, and I jumped to Rust in Peace. Then I did uh, three three the three Slayer albums: Angel of Death, South of Heaven once I got through seasons in the abyss, I started to go, Oh, there's not really uh albums. Like there were Megadeth albums that I still wanted to do, but I just wasn't feeling it. And then all of a sudden, like, you, you hear like a Pantera song come on in the car and you're like, God, how can I not know cowboys from hell? Like I suck. I don't even know cowboys. From <laughs> hell. But, you know, it just simply is that it's, it's having a, you know, your, your music on random and then like the song just comes on and, and just gets you, man. And you're like, you're just doing this on your steering wheel. And you're like, oh I yeah, gotta, I got to do this. I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. And I go and I and I I you know get my tuning right, right. And then I I start playing it, and then I'm like, what I thought wasn't right. It's right like ninety percent there, but he's definitely doing
0: something else. That's what and, I love. But that's how I love about your your process, those because when you're doing your videos. You, you bring in the nuances like that. You'll say, you know, you think he's really in half, uh, half a step down from D and he's tuned in D, but he's really not, you know, yeah. and you'll talk about what he's doing, what's going on in the song at that particular time, um, you know, and you'll say, okay, you know, Hetfield's doing his thing and then Kirk will do his thing. And really the, the people that are tuning in and watching you are the ones who are like, dude, that's, I love that song. I want to learn how to play it. And I think you told me this once a long time ago. If you know the song by heart, it's gonna be a lot easier to learn the song. So oh, yeah. is is that true when you're doing your videos though? Um, yeah, great, great, great
1: question. You think you look you know a song. There's songs that I know um all the words to, you know. And what's funny is to this day, I don't know all the words to battery by Metallica. No, oh, I don't either, I don't think, and I probably should. Yeah, but I, I'm at the concerts. I see people every word, reaction that guitar in our way. Like, what? What are you saying? I all I ever listen to on that track is the guitar because it's so wild. Yes, and and like, yeah, I I I think I I partly even forgot your question, but like, I guess it, it was in line with like, like my process.
0: What I, yeah, what I asked was yeah. well, first I asked like your process of why you know, how you go about choosing a song, which you, which you pretty much said, it's got to just hit me. And when it does, you know, and I just say, you know what, I want to hear that song coming out of my own fingers, you go about it that way. And then I was sort of asking, you know, well, and in that case, we talked about how if you love a song and you know it by heart because yeah. you're listening to it your whole life, does that make it easier to learn? And the answer was yes, but I want to know, does it make it easier for you to learn how to play? you're doing your videos
1: it actually there it's not a straight yes it makes it easier as in okay i know what the next part is and the memory of playing the song you know going through it you remember oh there's three verses instead of the standard two verses in this song like that that stuff makes it easier but like i think battery is a great um a great example uh the complexity of that riff and even the 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 rhythm under the solo uh, is um like physically so challenging um so no knowing that song by heart did not make it any easier a matter of fact that song broke my ball so badly <laughs> you you get through the it's like this weird chug this weird charging uh you know a right hand or i should say picking hand Um exercise that you're just brutal, brutal punishment of the the picking hand. And then you get to okay, Kirk Hammett's gonna go do the solo. And I'm just sitting there, like, okay, God, what's James doing? And I heard it, and I'm like, Oh, he's taking it easy. Thank God he's not taking it easy. It is this, you know, it is this. Uh, it gets even more brutal for your for your picking hand. Yeah, And, and if you want to play exactly what he's doing. You can get around it. You can cheat and get it to sound just fine. Your friends will still think you're cool. Um, but, you know, it's really, if you play it how he does it, which I want to believe comes easier for him because yeah. I don't know why I would by choice do this to myself and write something like that. <laughs> but this guy did, you know, so it must have come somewhat easier for him. Uh, but yeah, like, so, so, so that stuff to me, Going through the song that meticulously, you get such a greater appreciation of the complexity. And like, did they write this in slow motion and then just go, okay, speed it up?
0: Yeah. Did yeah. I,
1: faster? Like, because I don't I don't know how my like a mind can just come out with that. And answer. you know,
0: I, I I talked about this on the last last podcast we were doing, and you touched on something, you know. You, you get, when you play guitar, whether you've been playing for a year, 20 years, 30 years, doesn't matter. The minute you start playing, you become so much more appreciative of just how fucking hard it is, man. It is so hard just to play one song all the way through without fucking up once is hard enough. and But to be able to play it to the level that people, I think of you and I and anyone else who wants to play that way, it's very very difficult and you know Hetfield's singing too yeah he's doing all that and he's singing and I think a lot of people who you know casual music fans or even if you're a casual metal fan you know you like it but you know you're not marked out like I am and you are about certain you know riffs and how hard it was and how Master of Puppets when I say dude this is all down picking they're like what I'm like you don't (laughs) understand I was like that's not even supposed to be possible for people who, it's not. And- so I didn't believe it, it when I first heard that, that it was well, I, didn't I, believe I think it. you, you, and I'm gonna ask you about this because I know you told me about, and, and then this, this is where I come into my next question, but you know, the appreciation of when you hear that song, when you're in your car or when you're at a concert, or whatever, it's like, it opens up everything to such a much broader appreciation and uh, enjoyment of every song you hear, man. Like Slayer, that is such, that when I hear Angel of Death or anything on Raining Blood or like you were saying, talking about season three, anything of that genre, that area, I think he's underrated. That dude is so fast and clean. And yeah, I mean, people might say, ah, it's just thrash metal. Well, yeah, but that's very well played thrash metal, you know? So speaking of master, speaking of domination, I mean, I've seen, I, 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 I've seen almost every single video you've made of uh, Metallica, Pantera, Megadeth, Slayer. But typically, I want to know how many takes does it take you? Like before you're like, yep, that's the one, print, cut. That's what I'm going to do for rhythm. That's <laughs> what I'm going to do for solo. Print it, cut it, put it to the page. Yeah.
1: Uh, just one. It's, e- that's, it's just one take. That's amazing.
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, really, I guess to be fair, yeah, I'm sure it depends. And so, is there a song that is just that real motherfucker? That oh, yeah, took you forever. What, what is it? I
1: mean, there's been so many. I mean, one of them that comes to mind is uh, Lucretia from, ah. uh, from Rust in Peace. And I don't even think that the take that's out there on on the YouTube channel is, is great. When I listen to it, I, you know, a couple nights, I'll just like have a couple beers and just go, you know what, let me hear it. Let me hear it again. It's been, it's been eight years since I posted that. And I'm just like,
0: mm, I
1: can play that better.
0: Or like, do, you, do you ever do that? Like, do you ever go back oh, yeah. and say, you know what? I needed to redo that one. I don't like it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then I wake up and I say, I, I, I captured what
1: I captured. It is what it is. Uh, and I play it, you know, I, I come into this room here, I put my iTunes or whatever on random and whatever song comes on, I play it. And if I don't remember it, I sit there and I, I go through it. Sometimes I go to my videos and I, I watch them through and I and I relearn it. And that to me is is one of the funnest things. Just come home, pick up your instrument and do what you want it to do in your car on the way home. And yeah. that's because you could tell I have a long commute, right? <laughs> So, uh, but, but that's what it is. That's where I listen to my music and anywhere you listen to your music in the gym or just like outside of beach, whatever uh, it's that passion that drives you. Like I wanted to always know how did that guy make that sound, that sound, it just makes me go insane. And I want to go home and I want to make that sound physically with my hands. And that's what I do. And that's why, that's probably why I don't learn, I didn't learn music theory very well. And I just came home and I said, I'm gonna learn it the way I wanna learn it, you know?
0: And and that's, I think we, I agree. I mean, that's what I think people gravitate towards. That's why everyone's watching your page. That's why everyone's watching your instruction, because by the way, it's, I, I should have mentioned, it's not just rhythm and solo instruction. You also do a cover. So it's cover, rhythm instruction, solo instruction and I gotta tell you man I don't know what I like better watching your cover all the way through or learning just because it's I don't know I'm a mark for guitar but man it just makes me smile it makes me smile because it is exactly and it's like that dude's doing exactly what I want to do he's doing exactly what I do for the same reasons which is you've said it a bunch of times and I, I think it's important The reason I started playing guitar was because I've loved it for so long, but I didn't understand why. And then I realized, you know what, how badass would it be if I could pick up a guitar anytime I want and bang out the opening riff to Fade to Black or For Whom the Bell Tolls or one of my favorite opening riffs, but it's me doing it just the way he does it. And I can hear it when I hear it coming out of my amp. It's just like it is on the CD and I'm doing. Yeah. And, and you I can, think get when it you inspired. hear it, I, you can, it's a difference though. Like you said, Hey, you can cheat. You can do this, do that. And you'll sound like you know how to play. Fuck that. I don't want to sound like I know how to play. I want to sound like a guitarist. I want it to sound like that song mm-hmm. that way, that setup, that guitarist. Right. And it's funny. Cause there's a balance. I like to do that. But then I also like to just fuck around on the, you know, pentatonic scale, like, you know, just fuck around but that was my, why I was curious, like, so you, you, you find that song, right? You're driving home. You're like, Mm -hmm. I want to bang out that song exactly the way it's supposed to be played. Yep. How do you go about the setup? I mean, you've got, I'm sure an amazing setup of your soundboard and everything else. Can you just talk us through like, what's typical, like, how do you set everything up how do you know what to set up when you're listening to the song? Are you like, oh, yep, it's this pedal. It's tuned in this note. It's tuned at this level. I'm going to have to use this guitar versus that guitar. Can you kind of take us through that? Yeah. I, absolutely. So like uh, I,
1: I am working on a new song now. Um, and, you know, what What I did, I'm just going off the last song because this is the, the approach I've taken the entire time. Um, first thing I do is I warm up. And by warm up, I mean, I play, I hit play on random on my, on my playlist. That is all the songs I know. I think it's like, I don't know how many, but I'll I'll look that up by the end of the show. Um, And, and I learn, or or I'm sorry, I go through four songs. I play them four songs. I don't care if it's Kala, Cthulhu, uh, uh, Rust in Peace, um, whatever song, I will just play it. And, um, once I get through that fourth song, I am officially warmed up, right? That's approximately 20 minutes worth of playing, give or take. Okay. And by warmed up, what I really mean, cause you know, I'm mostly a rhythm guy. Yep. I really mean my picking hand. You can't go through these types of uh, songs. I can't, I should say, I can't go through these types of songs and expect to play them just by picking it up and whipping out creeping death by the halfway through the first verse, my wrist will fall off. I have to be warmed up okay right. so once i do that i then put on the song just hit play and then i just start trying to match the notes like an idiot it's a it's a sad attempt you know it's something i would never put out there but that's what i try to do then i get a feel for the speed of it okay this is the level i got to get to if there's a solo in there, do I want to learn the solo? Do I care? Is the rhythm more, uh, does the, does the, does the rhythm attract me more than the solo? And usually the rhythm does depending on who it is, but like, uh, and sometimes the solo is just like, like a Slayer solo to me. I there's, they're um, fun. They're it's wild. Straight, it's just straight fire. Yeah. It's pretty chaotic and they are fun. I have learned like angel of death. solo. I don't, I haven't recorded them, but like I wanted to just know. Please do me a
0: favor. In one day, put angel of death up. That's such a badass song. (laughs) Well, it's up. I just did the solo. Oh, you did do the solo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, so anyway, the, um,
1: the, the next step there is basically I've got an idea of what the guys are playing. And what you do is you just basically play everything as a power chord or just at match a note. And then you go and you learn, wow, these aren't power chords. You know, these are upside down power chords, as I call them. They're, they're, you know, uh, more intricate than that. Um, and what, so then how, how is he doing that? I got to like play around with my fingers until I get there. Now, do I cheat? Of course I cheat. I have YouTube too. I could go to YouTube and look up any dude trying to teach it. And of course I do that. And then I'll, I'll also, uh, look at tabs. What does the tab say? And sometimes a tab is so freaking wrong. Uh, and if I had known that when I was a kid, I probably would have dedicated more time to it. Yeah. But like tab books are so uh, offensively bad sometimes.
0: Can I just say one thing as you're on that tab yeah. to me, fuck tab music, I hate it. <laughs> well, I instruct verbal tab, but it's-
1: I not- know, but you do it right, man. You um, do it the right way. The books are, and what's out there, some of it's dead on don't get me wrong but like for the older stuff
0: like the 80s like thrash that I typically put out there tab doesn't do what you do they don't tell people how to do it exactly the way you do it that's what I think is so different okay so please okay so you're you're sitting there you're watching you're figuring out okay here I am this is where I have to have my fingers these are the notes he's playing this is the tone he's in this is the effect that I think I might need to use this is the pedal I might need to use etc right
1: Yep. Yep. And then I, so I go through each part of the song and to your point, yeah. What does he throw a chorus on? Does he go clean here? Like, what does he do? Um, once I get through the song, like an acceptable, like, you know, way I could play it that I find, all right, I think I've got it. Now I listen to it more and more and more. And then I catch those nuances that like, how come when I'm playing along with it, he does this repetitively every time. And I'm hitting the same note that he hit the other three times. Why the fourth time does it sound different to me? Or is it just me? And sure enough, there are, especially with a band like Slayer, you would believe it, but like they'll throw in these little twisty things that you're like, "What the fuck, yeah. you know, but they're like satanic. So like, that's what, yeah, that's know. true. <laughs> uh, um, but, but you know what I mean? Like, they'll just do that. And, um, I, I, it'll drive me nuts. It'll drive me nuts. So that's when I'll go onto, uh, you know, like a YouTube or something and I'll look for the live concert footage and I'll see some jabroni with his camera doing this. And like, you know, from the 10th row of the upper deck. And, and I'll just be like, just don't get off of Mustaine while Marty Friedman's doing the solo, just focus on Mustaine. I want to see what he's doing. And yeah. like, that's total crap shoot, total luck. But sometimes I catch that and I'm like, I knew he wasn't playing that up here. He's playing it down here, you know, like, and then I'll, I'll go back to the, to the guitar and feel so much better that, you know, wow, now it sounds right. No wonder that was so hard for me. He's doing it here. Why didn't I think of that? You You know, it's,
0: it's funny the way you mentioned that it's so weird to hear that you do the same things that like people that have been playing as long as I have do, which is, you know, you talked a lot about when you're in your car, like I'm always constantly picking, like my picking hands always like on my console. And then I'm always using my steering wheel for the neck. Right. And it's so funny. Like when I hear a song and I'm like, oh, this is probably what's happening there with, you know? Oh yeah. He's probably doing a power chord here. And then it goes up the neck and it's doing that. And then I'll watch your video and I'm like, I'm so fucking wrong. I'm Like, no, 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 no. You're not doing this. You're going like this. But then there's sometimes times where I'm like, dude, that's just two fingers. Oh. Like the beginning riff of Creeping Death sounds impossible, but it's, it's, it's not much. Nope. It's just, you gotta be fast and clean, but it's not, what is nope. it? Two fingers? That's it.
1: Yeah. It's two fingers and it's, uh, but, but it is an exercise in stamina and you're down picking stamina. How do you, one of the hardest parts.
0: And that, and that's why I was going to ask, like, I mean, I think it's, we've gotten a good idea of like your creative process, how you go ahead and how do you go about choosing your songs and what you do when you you know are recording them and how you feel like you've really gotten to where you need to be and why you choose songs the way you do um but what do you do besides practice sure i i get that are there any exercises like i know the boring shit fuck man you know <laughs> One two three four four three two one one two three four four three two one one two three four and then go to the next string and then the next string and then the next string and then you do the power chords all up and down the fret and doing all that. What do you gravitate towards? What What do you do? I know what you do to warm up for for songs is playing the songs. How you warm up or do you do any of the rudimentary stuff like, like that? I want to tell you,
1: no man. I practice my scales. Uh, that is not what I do. I play the songs. One of my favorite, one of the best warm-up songs for me. It's all personal preference. Uh, come from Kill 'Em All, uh, Jump in the Fire. Yes, all down picks the whole thing, and uh, Metal Militia. Yes, yeah. just, just just do this the whole time. Yeah, and and those to me are, I'm pretty good after those two. I still need four songs. I still need that that 20 minutes of warm up, like, like I said, like, if you look at Master of Puppets, like the down picking, like you know, that's the, that's the high mark. Uh, you know, I, I can't walk th- into through the door and just play that song. I cannot do it. I could do it alternate picking, but down picking, I can't. So but to be
0: fair, you, you know, you said, I personally, you were like, I can't just walk in and play that. But to be honest, I don't think, I think I'm pretty sure Hetfield warms up too. I mean, they all do to some I, degree right i i you know i hope you're right and i hope right. i dreamed
1: this but i'm pretty sure i saw a, a interview with him and he said you know like kirk he's got to warm up he's just got to warm up me i could roll right out of bed and just bang out
0: master well, you know out. what i shouldn't have said what i said i'm gonna retract let's oh. fucking pop a headfield he, he can do that Dude, right <laughs>
1: that's why that's why i'm conflicted as to actually whether that actually happened or not because i don't want to know there are people out there like that but as you mentioned before this guy's doing it every night singing over all these crazy riffs he's playing yeah yeah, but but how do you even coordinate the vocal line and remember all those words like forget it so anyway well well,
0: well, there's that but also let's also tie in the factor of when he was drinking. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I first started playing guitar, I'm like, yeah, bro, it's going to be so badass, man. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to learn my first song, this, that, and the other. And I'll have a few drinks and I'll play and it'll be great. Nope. That is not me. I mean, maybe there's dudes out there. I'm sure there are. I go to instant suck after just a few drinks. I can't, I can't do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I I thought I could like, you know, I'm like, yeah, man, I'll I'll drink some scotch. I'll, I'll, I'll bust out some blue scales. It'll be fun. No, i just can't do it i can't
1: dude we're so like i cannot do it i i think it might be it might be like a a metal thing that i just can't do i i can and the attempt is horrible and you know you'd be like wow but if you give me a guitar and said hey play some pearl jam man or play some like acoustic you know yeah. radio head something real like this yeah so you know depressing all right i know some of those chords the a minor chord they love that one you know and i could pull that out (laughs) but other than that man i i can't i can't you know go down and do like holy wars or something
0: i mean if i do it's a terrible attempt and it's not clean on any well and you know what's funny like i think about this a lot you know and, and i know we're you know we're talking about why you started playing guitar and what you know and i know everyone's different but It's funny, I should have started, I started 20 years too late because now it's like what I do, I do essentially for myself, very selfish. Like I only play what I want to play because I want to hear it. I'm not playing for anybody else because technically, first of all, I have to be plugged in to play anything I like, number one, number two, um i hate playing acoustic i'm sorry if i should uh, sorry <laughs> sorry it's it's it's. i know you should warm up an acoustic i know that's how you get your finger strength i know that's how you're supposed to do it but um i am not disciplined bad 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 but what i mean by that is like you can't just bust out an electric and just start playing at a party at a pool somewhere like you could an acoustic so the right. point being is man the <laughs> It's yep. it's not for anybody else, it's just for me. But uh do you yeah. have an acoustic guitar? Oh fuck yeah, man. I got a dean. It's badass. I just oh. it just sits there and
1: you but know. You I mean, gotta,
0: I, play, I play it, I just don't like it.
1: I feel like you're in a part of the house that's in, in like a corner, like this is a not a, a high traffic area. This is right? for us. Okay, you need to put that like in the hallway. Put the <laughs> acoustic guitar next to the freaking microwave. I'm telling you. <laughs> Because when you, you can't do that with electric, to your point. You, that means you got wires all over the place. Your kids will trip over the wires and stuff. You don't want that. Right. The acoustic, get a cheap acoustic, spend a hundred bucks, buy an acoustic, put it in front of your TV, make your, make your ass, get up. If you want to watch TV and be lazy and move that fucking thing. Yes. I'm telling you the acoustic, that is where you want to start. You're, you will be hardened, man. Your your calluses.
0: You're I middle. know. I know. It's like when you're working out and you just, you got to do squats, you got to do, deadlifts, gotta do, gotta like do <laughs> you hate it, but you got to fucking do it. It's the yeah. foundation to your strength. And I can draw so many similarities and parallels between working out and guitar. It's not even funny. And I know you can too, yeah. um, but it's just funny. It's like, you know, a, a buddy of mine that has been playing for many years, he's a very good acoustic guitarist. He said, dude, you know, you gotta, you you gotta be an acoustic master, man. I mean, you're not going to be able to just plug in and bang out Metallica in the middle of a party. Chicks aren't going to dig that. I'm like, well, first of all, I'm married now. So that doesn't matter. Second of all, you know, I I get that, but I'm not doing it for anybody else except for me. So that's what brought me to another question. I always wondered, like when I was watching you early on, like your videos and your instruction, I'm always thinking like, where is he going with this? Like, how would this ever end? And, and you know, to me, I my goal is I want to finish my library of passion, of metal, meaning there are so many songs that I wanna be able to know how to play and record myself doing it much like you do, not the instructional part, But the cover and I want to be able to create my own made my own self made playlist. And that's my goal, I guess. With your with with Metal Brain 101, what is your end goal? Or are you there and are you now just elevating it to the next level?
1: I think uh, that's a really good question that I didn't even think that you would ask. I guess I guess the initial goal was um, I wanted to just capture uh, a moment in time where I knew these songs and that was it and I said you know what I also want to correct the world the YouTube world with all their horrible instructors out there there are some good ones now but not back then don't believe me not when I launched the channel um and I just wanted to get it out there to say, "Here's how I would want to learn this song." This is the video I wish I had when I was a kid. never mind now as an adult. Yeah. Um, so that was the first goal to get this stuff captured, hence my cover, and then do, you know the lesson, the walkthrough, um, for, pe- for other people. And they, the two videos complement each other you know, some people, a lot of people find the lessons first and they go, cause they want to learn how, how do I want, how do I learn, sure. well, you know, or whatever. And then they find that. And then like, I'll, I'll have like, you know, the plug at the end for my cover of the song. And then they'll go and see me put my money where my mouth is. Right. Yep. I could, anybody could go up there. I could go up there and teach songs. I don't know how to play. Sure. Um, but when you know how to play them, that's when you get what I think what you're saying is a lot of the intricacies that I explain Uh, You might think he's doing it this way, but then, you know, you learn he does it this way and it makes it harder and sometimes it makes it easier. And like, so those are the nuances that I love discovering through, you know, what I thought, you know, when I was an adolescent, when I was a teenager, what I thought they did. And when I learned guitar and I just said, I ain't reading tabs, I'm just going to figure this out by my ear and then move on as quickly as possible. I had a correct years of knowing uh, the wrong way to play so many songs. My One of my right. favorite songs, Harvester of Sorrow. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I played the main riff wrong for 20 years. And like, I was, you know, I was embarrassed by myself uh, when I learned like that's not how it's played. And like, but that felt so good to correct that. And I wanted to make sure the channel puts it out there the right way to play. And I I prided myself on that. So like, as far as goals, I think I feel accomplished from that, like that initial goal, but uh, where is it going? You know, um, I don't publish at the frequency I used to. Uh, Part of that is, you know, life, right? Uh, The other part of that is, um, you know, I have fulfilled a passion my 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 childhood my adolescence uh, years and those songs and getting them done now I'm going on to the crumbs and the crumbs I don't mean to marginalize those songs Um, I just did Power Slave by Iron Maiden that's one of the best metal songs ever I mean like uh, I just mean I just mean like the crumbs in my bucket of passion and how it applies to the guitar
0: right
1: you know um i i've I've been looking at thinking about doing my favorite guitarist is is a guy that i haven't even published a video for really and there's yeah there's damn damn good reason for that Uh, it's randy rhodes well yeah wow yeah well see yeah (laughs) i'm not a randy rhodes type player i want to be you seem to me like you're more of a power player than he was is that accurate i i like banging on
0: just yeah strings. but, but and zach is a power player but you can hear randy rhodes influence and in oh. zach's playing every single day another right? guy i i probably wouldn't touch <laughs> but but oh i this is exciting bro Ooh, i can't wait because well much like t- tony iommi there wouldn't be so many guitarists if there wasn't a Randy Rhodes. No, I mean, there just wouldn't be at all. Um, and one day, dude, like I said, you know, I'm sitting here talking to you, you're on the East coast, I'm in Texas, but when we are in person, we're going to get super in depth about what I believe there is a theory out there that I'm working on. It's that guitar family tree, bro. Every single guitarist has it like, You just take a guy like Zach and then you just work backwards. What are all of his influences? And where is it where this guy wouldn't be here if it hadn't been for this guy and this guy and this guy? And it's amazing how you will imagine, imagine if you will, like, think about it, blues scales are the footprint and like the blueprint to almost all of metal and rock. It's where it started. There wouldn't be any of that without the John Lee hookers and the, the, you know, the BB Kings and all these guys like, Dimebag, loved guys like Ace Friendly and John Hooker, and, you know. But he was Pantera, bro. There's yeah. a difference. And so not to get into that I, for another time, because that's a wormhole, bro, that I don't think you and I will ever get out of once we get in it. And I'm excited <laughs> about it. But that is exciting, bro. Randy Rhodes. Now, if you love Randy Rhodes, you don't think he would touch sack because of – the way he plays or because you're more of a randy Rhodes guy
1: i think zach heavily influenced by randy for sure jakey lee one of my uh you know all times um those guys built off of randy it's a stack yes you know? and uh i you know understandably look at who they played for you know um so so you know ozzy's guitarist had that got to live up to at least this guy and then make it my own thing. And, um, you know, Randy started that. And I, I I just, I would never attempt to, to try to play a Zach wild or Randy Rhodes song because I'm just, and I don't want to, I don't want to be careful how I word this. I don't want to say it's because I'm just not good enough. That's what, that's (laughs) That's what that's, that's not true. Right. I, I truly believe that's just a cop out. And I think that's a cop out for everybody. It's just not my style. No, it's just you're saying that. That's all that it is. If you truly don't want to play like that, it's okay. Just You just don't simply want to play like that. Now, if I said the, uh, you know, um, like take a, a relatively simple riff, uh, let's call it um, Lenny Kravitz. Are you going to go my way? Okay. Everybody knows that song. That's a simple riff, right? ah great riff you could learn that very easily without having the the desire the passion right you could learn that if you have a, a relatively decent skill set in guitar anybody could learn that riff if you want to learn uh say crazy train the, from start to finish the way he played that the way he does it if you want to learn you know anything zach wilde did uh you know, crazy babies. I don't know. whatever Suicide solutions. Suicide solution on Randy, you know, like, uh, bark at the moon. Bark at the moon. Yeah, man. That's my favorite. That's That's got one of my favorite solos of all time in there. I want to learn that so bad with a passion, but so that now, why am I undoing what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say is I don't have them fucking time to get that good. I just don't I have the passion and I don't have the consistent time to dedicate to doing that. I you said before, I think I started playing 20 years too late. And I almost cut you off and said, "You can't say that's bullshit. That's an excuse. No, you didn't." But then I was like, "I could kind of relate to that because of time." And and life, the life I chose, don't get me wrong, I'm not this is not a complaint. But the life I chose to have around me has gotten in the way of this passion a hundred percent, and that includes my job. That includes my family, of course, and I have other hobbies. Believe it or not, too. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I work out like you do. You know, you mentioned working out and guitar. Yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. There's a lot of similarities there. Yeah. But it just comes down to you know your passion versus time. What can you do? I'm passionate about Hetfield. And I'm telling you right now, learning a Hetfield, a Metallica song, does not require the time it takes to perfect a Jakey Lee, Randy Rhoads, Zach Wild song.
0: You know, it's, it's, so, it's so crazy. And I think it's worth mentioning that you do what you do. A lot of people probably think, oh, that's just what he does. No, man. You're talking to a guy here, just so everybody knows who's watching or listening. This man has a family. He has a full-time job this is something he does out of passion and he's that good where there's dudes out there that are, you know, there's like, you know, Brian mentioned it, Look, there are some guys out there that are okay. You know, and I watch some people, I feel like I'm cheating on you, bro. When I do that, sometimes I do like, for instance, there's one guy I watch for all my black Sabbath because you don't have them. You know, if, if you don't have them, I got to go somewhere. And you know, that he's pretty good, but I don't like his style. But yeah. he does do a good job of like cutting it up. So I'm like, okay, I got it. That, that's yeah. all I needed. Now I can just go and do it my way. But when you know a song well enough, you know, oh, nope, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound. That's it. That's it right there. Yep. But like you said, it's a balance and it's a sick game. It's a sick trick because you've got this passion, but yet you have responsibilities. And like you said, you've got it. Balance is key in everything. Absolutely. And I always talk about how if I'm not balanced, I am a miserable fuck. I am an asshole. I am a dick. I really am. It's but yeah. perfect harmony makes you a better man, better person, better husband, better friend, all that stuff. But I guess what I was trying to say is I don't know what to think about what you're saying right now about Randy Rhodes. That I'm excited about, but Zach Wild. Now you mentioned Bark at the that opening riff is probably one of my favorite. Zach Wilde opening riffs ever. For Bark at the Moon? Yes. Jakey Lee. Oh, that's
1: him? Yeah. I stand corrected, excuse me. Yeah. And it's, I agree with you. God I agree damn, with that's you. a powerful riff. I love it. And It and sounds it, so hard. And one of the things about those guys is like, you mentioned like, yeah, but you know, you know playing like Mustaine and heffield and the guys in slayer and all that they're not easy no they're not but for me they come easier and i'll tell you why a lot of their stuff and this is rhythm stuff is uh essentially like it's it's repetitive they do it once they do it twice they do it three times for the most part so cut and paste a lot of yeah okay there's not a lot of improvisation on the second time and the third time and the fourth time. And when you do that, like all of Ozzy's guitarists have done, Randy, Jake, and Zach, that's, that's why they are who they are. They're, you know, amazing to me, mad respect. But when you're trying to do a quantity thing, like I am, get through songs after song, after song, the repetitive piece of the rhythm makes that easier for my memory because I can't, uh keep up with oh wait the third time he does that harmonic and then that's an artificial harmonic over there on the fourth time and then he does this little run the fifth time like uh, i don't you know like to me it just it just became like i could put all this time into learning these songs three months right and then i have one song yeah or you know i could do uh kill them all and get you know four songs out in two weeks you know or whatever so that was my thought process there.
0: yeah no it, that makes sense that makes sense i'm just excited about the day when randy rhodes comes out i'm super oh, about that yeah,
1: i am uh i am i am kicking around a randy rhodes song that uh that that uh would, would show up on the channel uh for I'm sure so and,
0: excited about that.
1: And, and i actually thought about uh uh premiering it on the broadcast. Uh, I would love
0: that. Yeah. I would be honored, bro. That'd be badass.
1: Yeah. I feel like now I said that, that's gonna have to Yeah man, I
0: got that on tape. No, (laughs) (laughs) i
1: yeah, I I feel like it would be a good spot because it would be a different deal. So
0: yeah, and dude Randy, as you know, I mean I won't get too down the far down because like I, I, you know, we talked about this before we did the show. Like we could do hours and hours about every single guy we've mentioned alone. Right. I mean but, you know, and I sit here and I think about that, that uh, stack, I like the way you put that. There's like this, this guitar stack that every guitarist, the great guitarists have, you know, like Slash, for instance, has a lot of blues influence. Oh, yeah. Um, there would be no Dime without Eddie. There'd be no Eddie and who, who's it? What's Eddie's stack? What's Zach's stack? What's, yeah. what was Stevie's stack and Jimmy's and so on and so on and so on. that's why i think it's like this world that opens up and that was the one last thing i wanted to ask you about because i want to see if it happens to you too but i'm guilty of this man i'll be sitting there in the middle of a workout and i'll be listening to metallica and for instance when harvester of sorrow comes on you mentioned that that's one of my favorite riffs besides that's my favorite riff on injustice for all a lot of people might disagree with me but that's, to me, the best guitar riff of the whole album. Yeah. And it happens to be, in my opinion, the most powerful lyrics of any song on that album. In yep. my opinion, I think so. But <laughs> there are times... I, I'll,
1: just, I'll just cut you off and just tell you that that is actually my all-time favorite Metallica song. Is
0: Metallica. it really? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Are you sure you and I don't have the same mom? <laughs> I know we don't look alike. Right? No, I'm not come on, none of us could be sure. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's sad. It's like I don't, I'm really close. Like I always say master is the best album, whatever. That's kind of cliche to say that. But again, we can get into a whole thing just on Metallica. But yeah. I I wanted to know, like, there are times when I'm listening to Harvester of Sorrow in the middle of a set or something, and I'll stop and I'll just sit there and I'll do this and I'll be oh, like, fuck. Been five well, minutes I'm, I'm sitting had- there and I'm just ripping it and I'm like, that's gotta be the way he plays it, man. That's gotta be it. Yep, yep, yep. And then I'll go and I'll watch the video and I'll be like, fuck, it's not even close to the way he plays it. But there's just times where I've just got to stop and just and listen and enjoy it. And 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 the question I have for you is, do you do that? And also, do you ever find yourself more interested in all I hear right now and all I'm listening to is the riff sections, what is he doing? Like once I started playing guitar, I was able to single out, oh, that's James, that's Kirk, that's the lead, that's the rhythm. And you start hearing the repetition. Did it ever become like, I don't want to say robotic, but more technical in your mind. Every time you heard music, like your whole world opens up now. Things like the songs that I'm listening to now that I loved when I was in eighth grade. Big example, Sweet Child of Mine. Everybody loves that fucking riff, man. Everybody loves that song. People who don't even know who guys Roses are love that song. But I never understood how amazingly hard it is to play over three note or three strings and the way you mm-hmm. got to up pick and down pick and then alternate and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. When I hear it now, I love it more than I did before. Do you feel the same? Absolutely. The appreciation of the work and skill it takes,
1: never mind the writing, like just, just the skill that it takes to pull off. Uh, what I have learned. Um, Guns and Roses, it's such a great example because the world loves that riff, um, that that Sweet Child of Mine riff. like, And to be able to play that is a very good feeling. Uh, and when you listen to that song again, knowing I nailed that. I yeah. play that and then people upstairs in my house don't know if I'm just playing the CD or whatever you play today or uh, you know, it's my guitar playing. What a, what, a, what, a, what a compliment. Yeah, it's the best compliment. It's the best compliment ever. Um, and and like, I feel like that is the goal. And look, look, someone else achieved it. Clearly, you're not c- climbing Mount Everest. And that's why I always keep it in perspective here. This is something, this is a a, a path that has been paved for me that guy did the hard work. These bands did the hard work. I say, I'm debuting a new song on your show. No I'm, not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Randy, you know, Randy Rhodes did that. I'm just doing what he did. And it's a, and it's a hobby. It's a guy with a job with kids that found some time and dedicated himself to, to putting that out there and, and learning it as well as I can. And, and like, to me, listening to music after you learn it, you just hear it through a different, I guess you hear it through a different lens. Yes. And that's, that's really what it is. And it doesn't, I've never learned a song. And even now. I have like, I mentioned Lucretia. Yes. I, I mentioned, oh, uh, um, anything off of Rust piece. Peace put me, I put my head through a wall every night, just trying to perfect that madman, that, that beautiful madman. That- <laughs> and like, you, you just, You just have you every day with every ounce of frustration, the anxiety, the gray hair that came in. um, (laughs) It just, you just respect people like that more and more every day. And like, once you finally get there, once you get over that hump, you're just like, I did it. And, and, uh, it wasn't easy and it goes by like that goes by like a blur. You look back like, yeah, I guess that was pretty hard, but it didn't feel hard uh, even though I was frustrated, even though it, I, it, you know, it, it, like, it stopped me from lifting weights. It stopped me from listening to my wife, you know, like, I just, <laughs> you know, but like, it would, it would just be like the best feeling to accomplish that. And then listen to the song again and yeah. be like, yep, I know that I'm just going to listen to the guitar, to the guitar this time. Yeah. I'm going to listen to the words this time because now yeah. it's fun. You know, like, I think it it has only made you appreciate and like the music that much more when you yeah, play. and I think
0: that's also what happens is that you start to identify. I, I I think I called it the fingerprint. Every guy that plays or girl that plays a guitar, every guitarist has their own fingerprint. And I I, I had to uh, you know before I, I before I close out with you on something that I have to ask you know in your mind if you agree with this because. I feel like, you know, okay, Zach Wild, for instance, one time said that I can play what Dime played, but I can't play Dime. Nobody can. Yeah. And he said, you can spend your thousands of dollars, and I've seen dudes on YouTube all over the place that have done this, and they sound outstanding, bro. They do. Mm-hmm. You can spend thousands of dollars getting the rig, getting the stack, getting all the things you need on your soundboard and getting the wall pedal and getting a Dean and everything. You can even paint it blue lightning like he had, okay? And you can be perfect and note for note, but you will never replicate Dimebag or any of these guys, right? But you, I believe, come closer than I've ever heard anyone else personally. To replicating guys like that. You did domination. And I actually talked about this in the last podcast. And mind you, I've had I had, had a few, but I brought out a lot on that one, man, because I'm like, dude, nailed it lick for lick, solo rhythm just killed it. And I know that was hard to learn. But I just feel like every guitarist, they have like this blueprint, like yeah. their soul that you can't replicate that. Um, so I just think it's interesting like you can play you can have the song one song five guys play it and it's going to be just a little different each time Yep. yep
1: You you nailed it. There is there is a fingerprint. I like that. It's a uniqueness that, no matter how many times you do it, no matter how many run throughs you have of the song, um, you're not you're not going to capture that uh, for for players, especially like Don, especially like the Jakey Lees, the Randy Rhodes, the Zach's. I think that going back to that conversation, what you just said is probably why I don't want to go down those roads. Those guys. <laughs> They have too much of a complex fingerprint in their sound. John Frusciante from the Chili Peppers. Oh Oh, man, bow down! Like his stuff isn't that hard, but there's something about it that I every time I try and play it, I'm like, I can't. I'm playing what the notes are, but it it doesn't sound like this guy. This guy is he's playing. He must have a magic pedal that makes everything (laughs) like. You know what I mean? I just yeah. simply can't replicate it, but I still love to play it because it's fun, it's just fucking fun, yeah, and it's rewarding. And like you, I a lot of people, like, uh, you know, I we, we were athletes, right? We work out, we back in the day, we loved to play sports, right? right. Work out for us, all right? yeah, probably five seven. What are you gonna do? So am um, I, bro? Hey, hey, five eight with five eight with boots on, don't, don't, don't. hey, there you go. <laughs> don't, I, I don't. tell you it ain't easy being the president of the five, seven club. Uh, so right. I, I, have been, I've been like very passionate about sports in my life. You know, I played baseball up to when I was 35, but I never took the field in my, you know, Sunday league and, uh, mimic or, or got to do what, um, you know, uh, Keith Hernandez did, or right. well, I'm a Met fan, so like Mike Piazza did, uh, you know, in in uh, the World Series against the Yankees, or like any of the plays he had, the the, the memorable uh, home runs he hit. I, ne- I you can't you can't do that with sports, right? You can't reenact it no. and feel good. You just you're you're your own thing, and, and the own your your environment will happen around you, not the way it happened for your idol. But with music with a captured recording, I could sit here in this room and and recreate that myself. And I think that's one of the most precious gifts that we all are capable of giving ourselves by simply picking up an instrument and learning how to play it because you want to make the sounds that you like to hear. And that to me is one of the best and, and, and simplest like approaches to why i decided to play the guitar in the first place
0: dude that was probably one of the better analogies i've heard and that that was awesome because it's true like you can't reenact you know any of the great sports uh heroes you might have whether it be baseball football what have you you know um there's tons of famous plays in all genres of sports you know I mean I could go down the list, but can't recreate that, but you can recreate sound just like you did, and like you do, and like we all try to do, uh, that play. And I think everybody should be. I just I just personally don't understand people that are not in love with music. I mean, how do you not? I mean, you don't have to be a fucking psycho like me, but but <laughs> how do you not, you know, how can you drive three hours without music or how can you work out like people say i run silence i'm like fuck that man like oh i get into my you know my my zen and all this shit i'm like fuck that man. no i couldn't no way <laughs> <That's called> sleep <laughs> yeah that's called sleep thank you for that that was awesome and and yep. we're gonna so i know we could be talking forever and you know, man, like I said, every time we have this discussion, and a lot of times when I do these podcasts with any of the guys that I've been with so far, and everything I've done, it's like when you do one, they turn into five because you're like, oh, I want to talk about this and that and that and that and that. Yeah. So hopefully what we'll be able to do is not only another episode, but at some point, you're gonna be here in H Town in studio, man, playing yeah. the guitar, showing maybe that's a good way to 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 you know when you're ready, maybe that's a good way to premiere the Randy Rhodes. I don't know, just a thought. I I, I would love to. It was- I'll, uh, I'll feed you bourbon all night. And it's, it's not up. just bourbon, it's, it's good bourbon. <laughs> but I'll have to wait yeah. until after you
1: play. I was gonna say, don't, don't, don't not before. No, because no. Remember, get that acoustic guitar
0: I out know. of your man cave over there and put it <laughs> on the TV. <laughs> I will, man. I promise you that. I promise you between now and the next time we speak on podcast, I will have been much better at my acoustic duties. How about that? Yeah. And right. I will,
1: say, I'll leave you with this, my friend. Uh, I know warming up sucks and you don't have to do the one, two, three, four thing. Right. But you should always, uh, be warmed up before you start uh, start on why you sat down to play because yes. you will suck more than you, you would want to suck if you're not fully warmed up. Sometimes yep. it takes five minutes. For me, I typically take 20, but I just encourage you make sure you're warmed up. Uh, it'll make a huge difference. in when, by the time you put the thing down and you did what you kind of set out to do, uh, you'll feel better about it when when you, when you try it when you're warmed up.
0: Trust me. I'll make you that promise, but you're gonna have to go through one more segment before I will pro- make you that promise. And depending on your answers, oh boy, will depend on whether I do this or not. What I promise. All
1: right. All right. This
0: this is it's the bro round. It's this bro, what I like to call the bro science speed round. Bro science speed round. Here we go. Everybody does it. Now it's your turn. Are you ready? Is that the first question? Yes. (laughs) All right. Bro science. Round of bro science. Here we go. Go. Biggie or Tupac? Biggie. Dre or Snoop? Dre. Metallica or Megadeth? I knew you were
1: going to do that to me. Ah. Uh, um, this has to be, uh, God, I gotta, I gotta say uh, Metallica,
0: but that hurt. I knew it would. Slayer or Pantera? Slayer. Favorite Metallica riff to play, which you've already, I think, answered. Uh, I think the f- my favorite Metallica
1: riff to play <laughs> There's so many, God damn it. Um, I said my favorite song was Harvester of Sorrow. Um, I'm, I gotta just say, Yeah, there's too many, bastard. I, I'll, just, I'll, just say, I'll just say the, the epic um, Master of Puppets riff, but maybe ask me on another show again so I have more time to think about it. Oh, that. I will.
0: And just so you know, you're gonna next time be able to do this back to me. So you yeah. can get me back, trust me my Go boy ahead. Dan got me on a feud last time so next time you can do this back to me you Kill can get me back which <laughs> which which reminds me Hetfield or Mustang who's guitar playing front, guitar who's the better frontman overall package
1: oh Jesus
0: uh talent or performance wise performance wise
1: uh Hetfield talent wise Dave Mustaine Woof.
0: Woof, that's another podcast right there, bro. I (laughs) know. Oh okay. Solo or rhythm? Rhythm. Sammy Hager or Diamond Dave?
1: Hmm. Gotta go with Dave. I
0: had a boy. Otherwise, this would have been over real quick. Yeah. (laughs) Rocky three or Rocky Four?
1: (sighs) You son of a bitch. Um, you know. (laughs) <laughs> i want to say that hulk hogan puts over rocky three but uh i've got to say rocky three okay mickey mickey dying
0: was traumatizing for me so i will say again another episode but trust me everybody goes through this so don't worry all right when it comes to concerts merch or no merch in other words we didn't get into this but we can on another show Are you the dude that wears merch? Do you wear it from the table or does it have to be pre-bought? What are your thoughts? Merch for the band you're watching or no merch?
1: So the last few concerts, my strategy was uh, go in with like a wife beater and then buy the shirt at the show okay I will, I will only that that's new for me though that's like old man thing that i do okay no um, no no there's there's a lot of training i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with merch from the show now but before i i definitely
0: was anti that so i'm i'm wavering i don't exactly know where i stand yet but i'm gathering info and i will get back to you with that by the time we have our next podcast i think i'll know exactly where i stand on that because i don't really know the answer but okay so you're yeah. with you're a merch guy i am now i feel like a sellout saying i used to be
1: the guy that would show up at a at a at a, at a uh, like at the big four show with a pantera shirt be like yeah what's up? You know, yeah like, yeah but not, that's not me anymore okay. I, I'm, a, I'm here for this band and kudos to the band i uh, you know that's what i want to do show my okay love.
0: you're a merch guy it's okay yeah. no judgment you're a merch guy all right Launder brunette <sighs>
1: Um, I gotta go with, uh, brunette.
0: Good. Okay. Short or tall. I like them short. Is it because we're both short? <laughs> because
1: <laughs> my wife is exactly, uh, as tall as me. Uh, okay. So
0: five, seven. So that's short, right? I mean, we're oh, short. So, so is mine, bro. It's all good. All right. Thick or skinny. Uh, can I say in between? You can say whatever you like. I'm going to go with uh, right in between. Because a lot of times what I get from dudes that I ask, they go thick. They don't just say thick. They say thick. Thick. All right. So you're an in between guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Now, just really. this is very important. Just the nip or just the tip? Uh, just the nip. Okay, interesting. Last yeah. but not least, this is very important. Stevie or Jimmy?
1: I'll go with Jimmy for sure.
0: <sighs> hey, listen. <laughs> listen Her- you asked. I know, and I have to respect your your opinion, sir. Especially coming from you. Um, I think I realize. That I don't know if I have to choose anymore, uh, but I'm always going to be a Stevie guy, period. But I don't have to be so, uh, I'm learning as I do these episodes, I don't have to be so uh, aggressive about it because really there would be no Stevie without Jimmy. That's the truth. I yeah. just believe that Stevie took what Jimmy did and made it better. But you, I, 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 I should maybe just, maybe I should just, you know what? Just enjoy them both, but I am always a Stevie guy. Period. It's hard to compare great uh,
1: accomplishments, such as creating music that is just simply timeless, and it's hard. It's hard, but you, you, you like you know this was stressful because I had to pick between Mustaine and nephew
0: <laughs> That's that's good, man. So that, that is... you have officially that is the bro science round. You did great. It's yep. over now. Just remember, next time you can get back at me for all the nonsense that I should put you through. And to be honest, it's been fun. Like a lot of times people have been answering questions sort of the same way, but no, dude, you rocked it. Just like you rock all your videos. Thanks so much, bro, for doing the show. I look forward to seeing you again. I look forward to talking to you again. And I want everybody, please do not walk. Run to the most convenient handheld device or computer subscribe to metal brain 101 it's on your screen right now dude is a one-man cover band it'll change your life i don't care if you don't want to learn how to play guitar or not just listen to the man it's it's just fun to fucking listen to him but if you are out there and you want to learn how to play guitar or if you've been playing a while and you want something new or you want something that's a more didactic way how to play the fucking guitar listen to this man subscribe to this man he will change your life Brian any last thoughts just be gentle
1: on the comments folks
0: <laughs> <laughs> all now, right, guys.
1: I can't thank you enough man thank you for having me I'm excited to do more of these and uh man this is this was fun thank yeah you. I can't I can't wait till the next one man me too all right bye everybody <coughs>